Hello everyone, welcome to episode 7 of Synced Up! This is your host, Sabrina Sablowski. I feel like I say this every episode, but I planned a special episode for you guys. I'm recording this on Monday, October 3rd, aka my birthday! Today's, today's my birthday! It's been an interesting day, I'll say that, partially because, actually no, fully, because last week I woke up and I couldn't speak. My throat was completely swollen. I legitimately could not get out of bed. It felt like I had no energy in my body. I went to sleep and I the night before and I was just shaking i was so cold i went to sleep with a beanie and socks and sweats on the whole thing and i i did not feel good and then i woke up the next day and i was like something is very wrong with me and i literally could not get myself out of bed i had a headache could not speak my dad was calling me every 30 minutes like you need to go to urgent care like you need to go see a doctor and i could not get out of bed. I literally could not get out of bed. I've never felt like this before. And so my dad came, picked me up, took me to urgent care, and I tested positive for strep and for COVID. And what's crazy is that I've never gotten strep and I've never gotten COVID. I was so upset. I honestly was like, I'd rather get strep because I was on the streak of never having COVID. So that was like really fucking annoying that I broke that streak of never having COVID. Um, But yeah, so I got put on antibiotics and I'm feeling better. Definitely, I wouldn't say I'm 100%. Like I think those symptoms that were the worst were just like my throat felt so terrible. I couldn't speak and I had no energy. And I was thinking like, how am I going to record this episode for Wednesday, et cetera, et cetera. And then also my birthday. So my birthday plans for the weekend obviously fell through, couldn't do that. But I just, I thought it was really interesting, like the timing of everything. You know, I am a firm believer in divine timing and that everything happens for a reason. And so I really took this as the universe shaking me and literally telling me to just stop and to just rest. And I think for this whole year, I've been kind of in like, this dog paddling energy and mode of just like doing, doing, doing and going, going, going and just trying to be productive all the time. And the universe literally took me and was like, you are not going to do anything for the next five days. You're going to have to just sit and do nothing. So with the first few days, I I really like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't even think straight because my brain was just so fucked up and my body was so fucked up. But then finally, when I was starting to feel better, I I really thought like, okay, how can I take advantage of this time with myself and just really being with myself? And so I started just doing some reflecting, especially because my birthday was coming up and I think birthdays are a great time for reflection. It's a milestone. You get to see where you were a year ago from now, how you've grown. So I just kind of sat with myself and... I was I'm rereading this book called Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein and one of the mantras in it is in stillness we receive and this has to do with manifesting but it can really be applied to any part of life but with manifesting there's this 
term called manic manifesting where you're just doing so much to try and bring your manifestations to fruition and it's it's i'm gonna i think this analogy of like when you go to the gym and you're working out and you're you're eating everything right you're working out consistently and you feel like you don't see any results but then you take a couple days off from the gym and then you go back and you feel even stronger and then you start to see your muscles show a little bit more it's the same thing like we can't really see the progress we've made until we take a step back and let ourselves just rest and recover and actually get into that energy of receiving because when you're doing and going you're not in the energy of receiving so that's how i took my whole illness so the special idea that i had planned for today was inspired by jay shetty and his birthday episode where he it, he called it 12 lessons learned in the last 12 months so what i did and you guys can do this too is actually a really great exercise is you review the last 12 months and each month you think about one big thing that happened and the lesson that came from it and i think it's a really great way to optimize all the adversity that we go through because you can either look at the challenges that you face and be like why the fuck is this happening to me why do i have to go through this blah 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 or you can really look at it as like okay what is this teaching me because we're given these adversities and challenges and hardships to grow from it to apply all the things that we're learning about ourselves and all this self-help shit that we're learning you know like that's when we apply it and really step up to the plate you know what i mean so i also spent my time i guess i was corn quarantining quarantining um quarantining reflecting and this is what I came to. So 12 lessons. Oh my God. Can you guys tell that I haven't spoken to people? Okay. 12 lessons learned in the last 12 months. Let's get into it. Oh fuck. I left October of last year blank. I just remember actually. I'm gonna. Ugh, I wish this wasn't starting off with a dating example. But whatever. So last October I remember being in a weird situation with this guy and i remember going to olivia my best friend and asking for her for advice like on how i should handle it whatever and she was like just be honest like just be vulnerable with him tell him how you really feel and you know if he doesn't respond well to it then fine and if he does then also fine because i really liked him but i kind of i fucked up a little bit with him it was my it was yeah it was my fault so I I did that and I just was really honest with him and it turned out well. He it was well received and it showed me that it's safe to be vulnerable and it's safe to express myself honestly and you know the right people will stay in your life and the people who don't resonate with you they're going to go and guess what? I'm still here and I'm honestly better than ever. So Yes, if you need a sign to say whatever the fuck is on your mind to that person, say it. Okay, November. Oof. Okay, last last winter was kind of rough, I'm not going to lie. Um, but last November was when I found out that my parents 
and my childhood apartment where I was living up until then got sold. So we had to all within one month find an apartment in this crazy ass market and move out. And this was over 20 years of shit that had been accumulated that we had to move. It was just like a very emotional experience. Um, but my mom, my mom is known for her dinner parties that she would throw at, at our apartment. And she had one last final hurrah for my godmother, who is my mom's best friend, but they call each other cousins, my godmother Dorinda. So we had this beautiful party and I remember sitting at this party with all the people in my life who I love, my godmother, my mom, my stepdad, my aunts, my cousins, everyone was there. And I remember, th I, I got so emotional this day and I started crying because I just felt so overwhelmed with gratitude that in this moment, I have every single person in my life who I love, who is so special to me. I got to be in a room with every single one of them, even my dog. And it really brought me back to the present moment and the realization that I will never have this moment again. I will never be in this place with these people at this time ever again. And that that mindset has helped me when I've been feeling anxious or nervous about the future or really anything. I just come back and it's so reassuring that either way, I'm never going to be in this moment again and I'm never going to have these feelings, this experience ever again. So I might as well enjoy it. Now I look back at that memory and I cherish it more than anything. And I think the lesson in it is that being present really... I know it's so fucking annoying, like so overdone, like be present, blah, blah, blah. But in those moments where you are just so grateful because you have all your loved ones in the same room as you, cherish that moment in your heart. And when you feel upset, go back to that moment and feel it in your soul and watch the energy in your body shift. Okay, December. December was the month that I moved out. Oh, this was actually crazy. So I had two days to look for my apartment and I asked the universe for a sign to show me a sign of blue butterflies when I've found my apartment. So my mom and I went to go look at this one place. We had this woman who was showing us and the apartment was beautiful, but it was just in not a neighborhood that I liked at all. And so we told her that and she was like, oh, you know what? I actually, we told her, we were like, this apartment's great, but it's just not in the neighborhood that we like and whatever. And we had another part showing that we were going to right after this. So the woman stops us. We're like about to go into the Uber. We're like, thank you, whatever. She's like, oh, you know what? I have another apartment that I think you will like. And it's way more central, better location. It's not even listed on Street Easy. Like, I'll show you after. So we're like, oh, okay. So we go to this apartment that we had an appointment with. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, but then I felt bad. We were literally going to sign the papers right then and there. But we had this lady who went out of her way to show us this second apartment. So we were like, you know what? Give us like an hour. We just need to go see this apartment. Even though we love the one that we just saw, like we need to go see this just out of principle. So we go to see this apartment that this lady who showed us suggested. And this apartment was it. I felt it in my soul. I just knew that this was it. 
And then, but I had the other broker or the other real estate lady texting me like, so do you want the apartment? Like, it's going to go off. Like, if you, you don't want it, like, it's going to sell by the end of today. Like, we need to get moving, blah, blah, blah. I felt so much pressure, so much, like, it just felt so forced. And then this lady who showed me the, the apartment that I ended up taking, she was like, yeah, it's not even listed yet. So if you want it, you know, just let me know and I'll, I'll keep it reserved for you. So I knew that I wanted this apartment. And then my mom and I, we leave and we're, we're walking across the street from this apartment that I ended up taking. I look up and it's this floral place. And on their wall are several blue butterflies hanging up right after we saw this apartment. And I just knew that this was mine. I mean, I knew when we were in it, I could feel it. But then seeing the blue butterflies, I forgot that I'd even asked the universe to show me a sign of blue butterflies to tell me when I found my apartment. When I saw that, that was just confirmation. So the lesson in that was to really just trust that you were always being guided, even when it doesn't feel like it. And to ask the universe for a clear and specific sign, ask the universe for a sign and the universe will show you. And also not receiving a sign. I didn't receive a sign for any of the other apartments I saw that day or the day before is also a sign. And trust your intuition, trust the signs of the universe and trust that you are being guided. So in January, this one, this one was crazy. These are getting kind of woo-woo, but, you know, this is just who I am. And I want to share with you guys all these crazy spiritual experiences because it's kind of amazing. So I went to, so my parents moved to Palm Beach, living their best, living truly living their, their best lives. So I went to go visit them in Palm Beach for my mom's birthday. And the morning of my mom's birthday, I did a meditation and I set the intention to connect with my ancestors, my guardian angels, and my spirit guides, mainly my grandparents. I know that I connect with my grandparents really strongly. And so I, I did a meditation connecting to them. I journaled and everything. And in my meditations, I, I don't really think that I connect with them in that moment. It's always afterwards. So, but I, I felt such an overwhelm of emotion when I did this meditation. I literally started crying and I just... I just felt so connected and so deeply grateful that I have this connection with my grandparents and guardian angels and ancestors. So it was a really powerful meditation. Anyway, I so I do the meditation, then we go out for coffee, and I'm wearing this, this like headscarf. And out of nowhere, my stepdad says to me, he's like, you remind me of your nanny with that headscarf. And I said, and it stopped me in my tracks. And he said that because, so my grandma, my nanny, she passed away from breast cancer. And so she was going through chemo and radiation, all of these treatments for, for decades. And what shocked me though, is that she never wore headscarves. She always wore a wig. That was what she was known for. She was known for her wig. And my mom was shocked too. She was like, Nanny never wore headscarves. And, but it was just the fact that he brought up my grandmother in such a random way. And this is also my dad's mom. So for my stepdad to be commenting about 
my dad's mom. Like there was just no connect whatsoever. And he made that comment and it just reinforced the connection that I have with my grandma. And I, and I knew that it was my grandma connecting with me that day. So that made me really emotional. I think I cried to myself <laughs> after that and journaled about it afterwards. And I always think, I always thank them for, for connecting with me because, you know, the more you thank them and invite them in, the more, the more they will. So I, anyway, later that night we go out to dinner or the next night we go out to dinner and I mentioned blue butterflies before because that's always my sign with my mom and that's my sign with my angels. They, they, whenever I'm in trouble or, and I've been in situations where I've been in like not a great spot and, and then I'll see blue butterflies and it's literally reinforcement that I'm being guided and I'm being protected, but that, that's always my sign. So I'm out, so we go out to dinner with my mom and my godmother. I can't remember if it was that night or the night after. And we're at, we're sitting and I look behind my mom and we're, we're at the colony in Palm Beach and they're known for their wild, extravagant wallpapers that are like rainforest designs. It's, it's, it's so beautiful, but we're sitting and I look on my mom's chair and right behind her on the chair is stitching of a blue butterfly and I just couldn't believe it it was like my grandmother was literally with us this entire trip she was with us in that coffee shop she was with us at that dinner and it was right after I did that meditation calling them in and setting the intention to connect with them and it just made me feel so deeply grateful for that connection and really helped strengthen that relationship that I have with them. So that was January. It was just connecting with my my angels. Um, February. So this was when I really started to become a content creator and started making that a legit thing. I got invited, and this is probably one of my most proud accomplishments that I've done so far, but I've got I got invited to speak on a panel for young women in STEM and business. STEM is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So STEM and business at a high school for young women in leadership. And I got asked to speak on this career panel about being a content creator and inspiring young women if they want to pursue that as their career. And the connection that I had with these girls was unreal. Like, and I remember because when I was in high school, I was not a great student. I I was a fucker in high school. Like if I'm being honest, I I just was. And I never paid attention. I, I did not like school. And so to be able to speak to this group of girls and to keep them engaged and interested and also inspired to have them come up to me afterwards and literally form like a circle around me asking me questions. It was the most fulfilling feeling I've I've ever experienced. And now whenever I get in my head or worried about the future, I, I bring myself back to that moment and I think about those girls and I'm like, okay, this is really what I'm who I'm doing it for. Like I'm doing this to inspire you guys to show you that like 
you can literally be anything or anyone that you want and that moment will always be so special to me and inspirational for me so moving on to march oh march okay march was honestly great i was still on a high i was getting like all these brand deals just spoke on this panel and then i met this guy and i really liked him i really 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 liked him and this was the first time that i dated someone where i felt like i went into it and i was like you know what i'm just gonna show up exactly how i am like i'm not going to try and mold into what this person wants or how i think that they're gonna want me to be like i'm showing up exactly who i am if, and if they don't like me then that's fucking fine they're not my person so i went into it and we hit it off like and it really showed me it is safe and it is okay to show up exactly who you are and that people res re respond well to to authenticity even if you think that you're not going to vibe with someone or that someone won't vibe with you, it doesn't matter as long as you're genuinely showing up as yourself and you're kind and you're fun and you're compassionate. Like people will vibe with you no matter what, which I think that was like a really awesome lesson for me and expansive for me. And then April came around and I started getting really triggered in certain areas to say the least um i don't know april was just a very triggering month especially for like my self-esteem and it brought me back into the inner child healing and i started asking myself like okay who is the person being triggered right now is it me is it me right now or is it the little version of me in fifth grade who got rejected by a boy or is it the me in seventh grade who got bullied for my acne like who is showing up right now and i started really doing a deep dive on inner child healing and healing that relationship with the younger version of myself and almost integrating her with who i am now which also adds to authenticity sorry this is gonna like not make a lot of sense but inner child healing so fire highly recommend um but yeah may was a tough month for me so i had stopped taking adderall i stopped seeing that guy who i was really really into and overall my self-esteem took a really big hit which is partially why i started doing the inner child healing my self-esteem was really low my energy was really low i was trying to regulate and figure out how to live life um without adderall because i was so reliant on it um but it kind of just showed me like when i was at a really low place i mean there the lessons in that came afterwards but i just really focused on my relationship with myself and building up my self-esteem and gen like genuinely trying to see that my value and worth does not come from how a man sees me and it had a lot to do with with the men in my life and men in general and really taking that out of my sense of worth and value that it does not or it, it doesn't rely on anything externally but mainly for me it was with men and 
that was just a lot of reinforcing for me was that your value and worth does not come from anything outside of you. It comes from the way that you choose to love and respect yourself. And that was a huge lesson that I had to learn that I was not learning. And it was manifesting in a ton of ways, like me settling for low quality behavior or letting a, a failed relationship with a guy really impact my my mood and the way that I viewed myself, which is so sad. Like, I wish I could go back to myself and just hug myself and be like, you are so worthy no matter what. And if a guy doesn't want to be with you, like, first of all, then he's not your fucking guy, dude. Like, there's so many guys out there. Like, he's not for you. It's fine. But it has nothing to do with your sense of worth and value. And rant. So June started getting better. I was like, you know what? I want to expand my community. And I want to expand my network. I want to make new friends. So I got uncomfortable and I put myself out there and I just started reaching out to people and I was like I just yeah I put myself out there and I started reaching out to people and I met so many people in this month just from going out doing a workout class with them which led to going out with them which led also shout out Kersey I fucking love Kersey I I went I reached out to her and I was like I want to do this workout class with you um because she's always posting at this workout studio called session in williamsburg so she was obviously so welcoming and she was like oh my god come like blah 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 so i went i met her friend when we were there and then like a couple like a week later then i went out with her and then met her other friend and then kersey is just an angel knows how to connect people and bring people together but i'm so grateful for her because she really made my summer experience so much fun like i met the coolest most creative fun adventurous people when i'm with her and i'm just so grateful that i reached out to her and i was like hey can i and i remember being so fucking nervous <laughs> to message her but i'm so glad that i did because i was able to just get closer with her and she's such an incredible supportive friend and so much fun and then i got to experience all of her friends and and her energy and her community and i'm so grateful that she welcomed me in with open arms everyone needs a curse in their life um but you can't find one if you don't reach out and go for it so highly recommend so then july i went to europe with my mom and i knew going into this trip that i wanted to obviously explore Europe with her like duh we're gonna be in Paris and London like fuck yeah but I really wanted to deepen my connection with my mom um in Korean culture you just don't talk about your feelings you don't talk about your emotions it's just not part of the culture and for me being a Pisces moon also Gen Z and like just a fucking normal human being i want to talk about my feelings <laughs> and so i really went into this with the intention to deepen my connection with my mom and how did i do that i just got really curious and i asked her about her upbringing and her relationship with her parents and how she felt about it and the things that she did like and that she didn't like and the things that she wished she could have changed or what her experiences like 
were like with dating and everything i just wanted to know everything that made her her and i learned so much about her which just gave me this whole new sense of compassion for how she was raised and maybe why she handles things the way that she does which just made me feel so much more connected to her and i think it made her feel more connected to me and it's breaking this cycle of generational trauma of just not expressing your feelings expressing your needs and keeping things under the rug is that the the saying i don't know i grew up like botching all of those phrases and saying like like keeping things under the rug i don't even know if that's a if that's a saying but it's because my mom my mom grew up in korea like she would always botch them too and I'm, so whatever um <laughs> but yeah so being vulnerable like hasn't always come easy for me it's something that like i'm really really working on um and i think it like through therapy and everything and like my friends who are so amazing at communicating and being vulnerable i've learned a lot and definitely have gotten better because i've also been practicing but for some reason with my mom it's you would think it, it would be easy because it's your mom but it's actually not because she just grew up in a different generation and in a different culture where that wasn't accepted so it's kind of like if I want to have a vulnerable, open, connected relationship with her, I, I kind of need I need to be the person who's going to take the lead and, and initiate those those conversations. So it was a little bit scary for me and just daunting, but it was so worth it. And I feel so much closer to her after that experience. So the lesson there is to practice being vulnerable and practice connecting even deeper with the people who you love by just being curious about what makes them them and trying to see them through a new lens see them for the first time and you'll be surprised at the compassion and love and gratitude and connection you feel for them okay august oof okay this one's a little bit personal not that any of these are like not personal they're all very whatever um but august i i i gained weight i gained weight and it was very visible to me so i stopped taking adderall in april and naturally i started eating more and i started working out less and less hard and i gained weight but that was very difficult for me because for, and i think for women in general because as opposed to men who are performance-based objects, they are valued at their ability to perform and succeed, especially in their career. Women are looks-based objects, and we are valued by our looks and how we are perceived externally. So I've always had issues with my body, especially because I've received a lot of attention growing up because of the way that I looked there's always just been this internal pressure to look a certain way because if I look a certain way I associated that with receiving love and being good enough and being enough period so I always feared like okay well if I don't look a certain way or if I do gain weight then then that equates to me being unlovable or not good enough so I had but I've been dealing with this shit for for years so it was just one of my like freakouts. 
The thing that I did get from it though was I was writing my manifestation list to call in a romantic partner because I'm calling in calling in a boyfriend you guys <laughs> and I was writing down my lists and my non-negotiables of everything that I would want in a partner and one of them is that I want this person to love me and accept me unconditionally and I was rereading over this list and making sure that every so everything else on the list like for instance I want someone who's smart and intelligent and driven and has a great sense of humor creative passionate all those things and so in order to manifest this person, like I need to be all those things. So then I looked at this one bullet point of loving and accepting me unconditionally. And then I asked myself, like, do I love myself and accept myself unconditionally? And at that moment, I couldn't say yes, because I was loving myself and accepting myself under the condition that I looked a certain way. And in that moment that was so pivotal for me because i realized i will never attract someone who genuinely loves and accepts me unconditionally if i don't do that for myself first so from that moment on i really started doing the meditations and the affirmations and made it my priority to love myself and accept myself <laughs> unconditionally and Anytime I had a negative thought about myself, I would literally just rewire my brain. I would say I would stop myself in the thought and just be like, no, I love like I'm so beautiful. I'm so beautiful inside and out. And also another thing that that really helped me with this was to build myself up in other areas that didn't rely on my looks whatsoever. So even doing this podcast has helped me so much because I realized the value that I'm able to bring to you guys or doing things that, that bring me joy, like making content for you guys, that is so much more fulfilling and nourishing than looking a certain way. And that has helped me love myself more because I'm so much more proud of what I'm putting out into the world. And I can honestly say now, like I am truly at a place, like I know I'm not my smallest right now, but for whatever reason and i swear it's because of the meditations and the affirmations and all the shit that i've been doing like i i'm just really happy with the way that i look like i'm i really like the way that i look even though i'm not my smallest i'm still i just i love myself i love myself differently i can't ex i can't even explain it but i just i accept myself like and i'm happy with myself and people are still treating me amazingly and people are still treating me with love and kindness and compassion and it has nothing to do with the way that i look but more because of the energy that i bring to the table so really focusing on who i am inside oh my god this is so fucking like cliche this is like from a disney movie um sorry guys but damn that should be true september september baby last month best month um this was the month that I really released perfectionism and realized that consistency and discipline are so much more important. This was about around the time when I also released the podcast. And guys, I had been thinking about, I had been wanting to release this podcast for so long, but I procrastinated it for 
like more than half a year. Like I procrastinated this for so long because I was thinking like, okay, well, I would have to do, I would have to do all this logistic stuff and then it's not gonna be perfect. Like I don't even have a studio and this and that. And then I realized, you know what? Like as long as I'm getting content out there, I can just get something out there and then just keep getting better with each episode. Do the, the tweaks and everything with each episode. Just get something out there. And I'm now learning that perfectionism and motivation, those are fleeting. Discipline and consistency, that's a long-term strategy. Whereas motivation and perfectionism is very short-term. It's very in the moment. Again, I'm going to use a gym analogy, but going to the gym for 15 minutes every single day Okay, maybe you're not doing your hardest workout, but you're training your body to show up every single day. You're making it a habit by going every single day. Even though some days it's 15 minutes, some days it's 30 minutes, some days it's five minutes, you're still making it the habit of going every single day versus only going when you have motivation. What, what's that? Okay, so you go for an hour once a week. What the fuck is that going to do for you? It's not going to do anything. So just if you put it into that perspective, like, Discipline over motivation and long-term gratification over short-term satisfaction. Just remember that and doing a little bit, even if it's imperfect, is better than doing nothing. So that was my 12 lessons learned in 12 months. I just hope you loved it, okay? I hope you loved it. That's my intention with this and I love you. I really do. Have a great day. Mwah. See you next week.